0: On this week's episode of Inside Outside Innovation, we sit down with Manbead Carr, author of the new book, Get Your Next Promotion. Manbead and I explore what it takes for leaders to navigate today's changing work environment, the power of a growth mindset, and how you can set yourself up for success in the new year. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast to help new innovators navigate what's next. Each week, we'll give you a front row seat into what it takes to learn, grow, and thrive in today's world of accelerating change and uncertainty. Join us as we explore, engage, and experiment with the best and the brightest innovators, entrepreneurs, and pioneering businesses. It's time to get started. Welcome to another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. I'm Brian Ardinger, and as always, we have another amazing guest. Today we have Manbid Kaur. She's a techno banking corporate professional turned executive coach and author of the new book, Get Your Next Promotion. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so glad to be here with you today.
0: I'm excited to have you as well. We were introduced by a mutual friend and she said that we needed to connect because you've helped many folks in your practice kind of navigate this new world of work. And we thought it'd be good to get you on the show. One of the key areas we're focusing on in 2021 for the show is some of the tools and techniques and mindsets that individuals can use to become more innovation competent. And so let's start there. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about innovation and how you got involved in your practice on coaching folks around this topic of innovation.
1: I started my career, as you said, in, in banking, moved to the fintech world. And in the fintech world, basically, I got exposed to the word innovation. Because as you know, tech world needs innovation all the time. And uh, 10 years back, I moved to coaching. I got intrigued towards human behavior, human mindset. Behaviors and mindset is two things which I really, really got attracted to. And that's how, you know, I transitioned to coaching side. So now it's been 25 years of working with people, including corporate and coaching. How I got involved into this is basically, as I said, I got intrigued towards human behaviors. And when we talk about human behavior, every day is new. Every day, especially in this book, world, every (laughs) day is new. So we need to innovate daily what's happening in our own life. How do we have conversations? How do we do stuff with other people? So that's what, you know, for me, innovation starts from there. I
0: totally agree. And everybody, I think, is facing it, obviously, more and more. 2020 gave everybody a kick to the gut. When it comes to innovation, I think people realize that it's part of the core competency that they've got to start building. So you have a book called Get Your Next Promotion. And give me an overview of the book and what can our audience expect to get from it when reading that?
1: So this is my second book, Brian, so, which got launched in this year, 2020. You know, what happens is basically individuals, especially high-performing individuals, high-potential individuals, leaders, they got stuck at mid-level. And their point of view is, I'm not getting promoted because other person who's not that capable is getting promoted because of politics, because of something is happening there which I'm not understanding. I'm performing at my best, but still I'm not getting promoted. So that's individual standpoint of view. But organizations have another point of view. They are looking for leadership pipeline. They are looking for right individuals. And they feel people are good performers, but they are not good leaders to execute things, to have strategies, to have innovation, to have the right mindset at that level, which they are expecting. And I found that there is a huge gap between these two perspectives. So I wrote this book, Get Your Next Promotion, to bridge this gap, to help people understand that, you know, Organizations are looking for right people and you have the capabilities, you are high potentials. So what else you can do to basically bridge that gap? Because career is no more a ladder now, right? We can't expect, you know, manager, senior manager, director, blah, blah, blah. No, that word doesn't exist. And after pandemic, anyways, that word is not going to exist now, right? World is going to be more flattered. So coming back to the book, the book bridges the gap of expectations from organization standpoint that, you know, what are they expecting for senior positions? And that this book also, you know, it's not only my perspective of things. It's not only my research. The book has 10 stories of 10 CXOs across the world. They bring in their life journeys. They bring in their learnings. It's basically, you know, I mean, one coach and 10 mentors helping you to bridge that gap.
0: Through your research and through your coaching practice, what are some of the skill sets and mindsets that tend to get the people promoted to a leadership position or what stands out nowadays specifically around, you know, the changes that we're seeing?
1: That's a good question, Brian. What helps people get promoted at certain level, especially at mid-level, people get promoted because of the good work they have been doing. You know, they have been rated five by five, four or five, you know, something like that. And they have been getting promoted after a certain level. It's more of a mindset. It's more of an attitude, which we can call it leadership skills in some way. But I prefer to call it, you know, kind of a leadership mindset. We have terms like agility, innovation, whatever. Basically, it all relates to the mindset. How I come across as a leader. How do I take people along? What kind of conversations I'm having? Do people trust me? Do I come across as an authentic leader? All these things to actually help you getting promoted. And even your visibility. You might be thinking, yes, 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 you know, I'm I'm doing this. But do Brian see me? as a stakeholder, that, you know, yes, Manbeet is doing all these things. What's your perception in the organization? Your perception, your branding, your conversations, your emotional intelligence, how people perceive you, your trust, authenticity, all these things help you. And over and above, the work you have been doing.
0: I think that's one of the key focuses as we get into more of an innovative world is the fact that it's not just about your ability to execute on what you've done in the past, but really to explore and and open to navigating whatever (laughs) new from there.
1: And one more point, you know, as you said, it's not only execution, you know, as you said, and aligning that strategy to your team also. So that is also a big point when you get promoted to that level, which you are looking at, you know, from mid-level to senior level. So aligning your team to that bigger picture. And for that, again, you need a mindset.
0: That's a great point. So obviously getting a promotion, there's a lot of individual skills and mindset that's required, but you mentioned it's really a team sport. Let's talk a little bit about how innovation is a team sport and where do companies and individuals fall down when it comes
1: to that? Real innovation happens when people across functions collaborate to find new solutions. So now when you do that, we need knowledge and ownership from multiple stakeholders. It's not one person job, right? We need necessary buying from multiple parties, team may also need some funding for innovation. So in real sense, in the real world, it's really a team, team across multiple functions, team across multiple levels. And for that, we need a big word called trust, right? Right. So there's a big trust, big trust we need to have. I am afraid that if I give some idea, I share some idea, I bring my point of view, and I'm getting blamed. If I do the work in the other way, which is not, that so called safe way, I have a fear that I'll get blamed. I would definitely want to play safe, isn't it? Right. So, innovation strongly requires that acceptance of failure risk, which of course, you know, easier when a team. Because if I fail as an individual, my mind always will tell me play safe. If I know we are together, we are in this together, then it becomes safe for my mind, right? It all runs from the mind, right? And to the second part of your question, what stops all this is basically I feel that, you know, one is definitely trust. And second one is teams not aligned to why. This point is very close to my heart, actually. Every organization has a why, Brian, has a purpose. Why, whatever word we use, basically, you know, why you exist. If we don't align that why to all the levels, you miss on that caliber you are only using one part of the brain in that particular circumstance. You are not using the whole individual. That individual is not bringing in the whole energy to the work, you know. If I know that why my organization exists, innovation is definitely better.
0: You know that funding, launching, and growing a startup is ripe with opportunity. But there are legal pitfalls too. Intellectual property considerations data privacy regulations, and corporate governance issues, just to name a few. To ease your way, Hush Blackwell has created a startup diagnostic tool to help you stay focused from formation to exit strategy. Feeling uncertain about the legal issues facing your early stage company? Get started at startupdiagnostictool.paperform.co. Back to our show. That's an interesting question. So, do you believe or have you seen the instance of innovation driven by the top down versus bottom up? And how can, I guess, you get that alignment? How can you develop that vibe so that you are aligned?
1: It's definitely top down. So if my management is not, you know, showing, not imbibing that innovation culture, you know, they are not, you know, asking open-ended questions, they are not giving psychological safe space, mm-hmm. they're not establishing that trust, definitely it's not going to happen.
0: If you are an individual in an organization and you yeah. feel that vibe, what can you do as an individual within the organization to get realigned or to move the organization in a more innovative fashion?
1: If you are a leader at that level, that you can have that kind of impact, start creating culture with you and your team. Start creating that environment, which is trusting environment. If you are a C-suite leader, if you, have, if you can create that kind of impact, have innovation in your performance review process formally. And what I mean to say is, you know, reward innovation in one way, right. because until and unless innovation is part of your performance review, you know, anyways, you know, people say, you know, I mean, I'm not being rewarded for that. Why right. I'm doing this? Why what's happening? Again, the story is same. You know, if I would try to play safe because ultimately you know, I need to climb up the ladder, I need to increase my salary. So you need to create that environment and that culture. So that starts from trust, respecting, creating psychological safe space those are the things which you need to really really imbibe and talk about it have those conversations which are i call it you know not i call it you know uh, judith glaser is a neuroscientist was a neuroscientist and the founder of something called conversational intelligence and she talked about trust really really in deep way she says it takes 0.07 seconds for us in any conversation to establish statement in our mind that i am going to trust this person or not. And then another thing she brings in, you know, which I love is the environment, the conversation. If your conversation is, you know, something like, no, I did. I said this. you didn't do it. It's I and you, right? What I hear as a human being, I and you, if we bring in more of we, more of inclusion in the conversation. So that's how trust building starts. These are the basic pillars, or I would say the foundation of innovation that's how you can start as a leader.
0: Absolutely. The, the last core topic I want to talk about is we're you know heading into 2021. A lot of people are thinking about goal setting and how they can set themselves up for success in the new year. What are your thoughts on how people get goal setting wrong or what are your thoughts on how can people better prepare themselves for heading into 2021?
1: So I think that's something which is really being talked about in this particular phase, end of December and Early January, right? You know, right. you get a lot of articles and you know a lot of information on goal setting. I feel that goal setting is a very good idea, and your goals should be aligned to your inner being. I'm not making it philosophical here, so don't want to do that. So why I'm saying that, you know, because every human being is different. We bring a unique identity, we bring a unique strength. Know that what are your strengths? Align your goals to those strengths. Why I'm saying it? Because most of the times, our goals are driven from the outside, not from the inside. My peer who did MBA with me has reached this level. Okay, I should be doing this. So that becomes an external goal. Of course, haven't had that impression, but check with yourself. Is it really your goal? So the first thing what I'm pointing out is the goal has to be your own goal. It has to come from inside, aligning to your strengths. Every time you set goal, have accompanying goal of learning always. What are you going to learn? Not only reaching there, it's not about a destination. It's about the journey. So, what are you learning? So, how I do with my clients is uh, not only set goals, but also have kind of a few words in which you are going to imbibe in this journey. Maybe courageous, determination, bold. I'm just throwing out, you know, some words here. But what I'm trying to say, it's it's not about the destination. It's about the journey also. Enjoy that journey. Be accountable for your goals. Enjoy it.
0: I think that's great advice. And you know, especially nowadays where, again, I think a lot of times we can get wrapped up on what's that end goal or what's that core final thing. And 2020 has proved that we don't always know exactly how we're going to get there or what that end destination is going to be. But persevering and, and being adaptable to the changes in the environment is key. Absolutely. What else is going on in your world? Anything new or exciting that you want to talk about?
1: 2020 has united us all, right? Yes. So in all parts of the world, we are going through similar pains, similar issues. Some people are talking about failure, right? You know, so that we have failed. 2020 have failed us. So I think that's something, you know, if we can talk for a, for a couple of minutes that, yes, a lot of plans, maybe your plans, Brian, also, right, might have derailed, right? My book was supposed to launch. I was supposed to travel a lot right. for my book launch in different cities. Nothing happened. So yes, 2020 has certainly derailed our plan. You might have failed in different other ways, but that's okay. That failure is an experience. It's an opportunity. So I would like to, you know, talk about that is our uh, failure is an opportunity. Whenever this thing happened and always look back and reflect that. How can I No, Let me reframe here. What are the gifts here? What can I learn here? That's something which is very important. Every situation, there's a theory in growth mindset. We say that every circumstance can be turned into a gift or an opportunity. So that's what you know. I would like to say. Whenever there is, the, there is a circumstance which are not according to your plan and so-called failure, take it as an experience, as an opportunity and see what can you learn and how can you move forward rather than being a victim of the situation.
0: Well, I love that concept of a, a learning journey. And obviously I learned quite a bit here and we can continue the conversation and look forward to do so in the future. If people want to find out more about yourself or about your book, what's the best way to do that?
1: My website is manbirkar.com and, and LinkedIn is also a good way to connect with me. My books are available on Amazon across the world.
0: Well, thank you very much for being on Inside Outside Innovation. Look forward to continuing the conversation and thank you again for sharing your thoughts on how we can get better in 2021. Really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Brian. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you so much.
0: That's it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. If you want to learn more about our team, our content, our services, check out insideoutside.io or follow us on Twitter at the IO Podcast or at Artinger. Until next time, go out and innovate.